0: Uh, you talking about like me, yeah, just just myself, not in reaction to the to the stuff we saw
1: uh well, no, yeah, just just you know surgery and recovery and pain. well,
0: it's almost two weeks since it happened, mm hmm and it's funny, <laughs> uh, so my surgeon and like my physical therapist and all these people are saying that I'm healing exceptionally fast. And exceptionally oh. well. And I'm just kind of looking through, looking at him through half-lidded eyes, really suspicious, because I'm like, You're... <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> I thought something was wrong.
1: <laughs>
0: well,
1: I, I guess that's good, though. The burn means it's
0: working. <laughs> My shin is finally turning red after being yellow uh. from all the bruising. <laughs> It's finally getting to that kind of spotty red stage in a bruise. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's like um, there's more of my shin, or my I say my shin, more of my what'd you call that? The part of the leg below the knee, the calf. Well, I guess that would be that muscle on the back. I don't know what that part of the leg's called. Because, you know, you got your, your forearm. You got your
1: forearm, yeah. But yeah, the, uh, like the foreleg? <laughs> your foreleg?
0: No. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. The foreleg is... Uh, the the parts that you point out are the ones that aren't bruised. Because mm. they're not the majority.
1: Mm, that sounds... You know, there that, that must be a large bruise, too. Because, you know, small bruises... They don't really turn red and splotchy. <laughs> they turn yellow and then they disappear.
0: Yeah, well, this one started off yellow, got kind of greenish, is now Ew. getting red and splotchy, and I'm assuming eventually it's going to turn purple. Uh, but Dang. Yeah. So, I'm doing... According to the experts, I'm doing great, <laughs> but I am well, no expert. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's that's great. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of just like, OK, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> so so
1: how, how are you feeling about uh, what we watched this week?
0: Well, you you were the one who had something to say. Yeah, I'm irritated with Fire Force. You're irritated. That's different yes. than perturbed. Yes, sorry. because I, I would agree. I was, that I am perturbed. I as in I, I was. I, it perturbed. was very off-putting.
1: I was perturbed, and then I like stewed
0: in it. Oh, and okay. So, this is as, interesting. So I want to. I want to hear about this. I
1: became a little bit irritated. Um,
0: is it one of those so things where the longer you think about it, the less sense it makes? Because well. Okay, it's so, not even so my sense pop off, in the show. My, okay, my pop-off yeah, was the light speed coming back. Because it was oh, kinda yes. like it, you're so far removed from the ending of season one just in terms of time mm-hmm. that like you sometimes forget what happened, but when I saw that effect come back, I was like, Oh yeah. <laughs> and I was mm-hmm. like, that's how one second is gonna be enough. Because he's gonna start the time distortion thing.
1: Yeah, and that was, that was sick. Yes, that was a pop-off for me as well. However, um, I, I had a also pop off
0: Also, apparently he can, when, when he's in that state or something, somehow he was able to interface and see Tempe's memories.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like his past. So, like, yeah. Tempe was, like, one of the, the few survivors there. Uh. You know, after the Great Cataclysm. Yeah. Right? Okay, okay.
1: Yeah, that's that's what it so, sounded like. Because cause he... But the thing was is that he... <laughs> I mean, maybe this is just to convey the information, but he called it the Great cataly- Cataclysm, like, as he's walking away from it. Oh, okay. So gotcha. I don't know if he'd, like, been wandering for years, or if it was just, like, it just happened, or what, so...
0: I think maybe he was just kind of wandering for years. Okay. That's what it felt like, because he he seemed like he had been brought very low by the the time he got to that. What was it? What do they call it? Was it just called a rift or something?
1: He, he, yeah, he called it the spatial rift.
0: Okay, so it's just like he made it to the edge of the world and he couldn't get any yeah. further. He met he met the
1: invisible boundaries.
0: Yeah. And then he got so he got turned into an infernal by one of the bugs. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But I guess it was a special bug because the evangelist sent it.
1: Also it looked like a bee and it flew. I don't think the ones that they were using bef- like earlier on in the show flew. Are you sure?
0: Yeah, yeah, it definitely
1: okay. looked like a well, bee and she like blew it and it flew into his into his sternum.
0: Yeah, I also know that there was some shot at some point where there were different kinds of bugs, which mm-hmm. I'm like, man, that's very anime. These are going to be the different kinds of infernals that she can spawn or whatever. But yeah. Um, yeah. So Tempe, who's like this ridiculously durable, uh, demon infernal comes from a bug. So that's confirmed is that it, mm-hmm. is it all bugs?
1: Uh, well, I haven't seen any bugs other than the bugs.
0: I'm saying, are all the Infernals bugs or like caused oh, from uh, bugs? Because it was like, what What did you think I was asking?
1: Are all bugs Infernal creating? Uh,
0: no. <laughs> are, are, okay. Are they all bugs? The like, Are they caused from bugs? Because that wasn't confirmed. I remember at some point when they were trying to like investigate or whatever, they figured out, Some of the spontaneous human combustion was being caused deliberately by people, whereas the rest of it just kind of seemed random. Yeah, I I I don't know. I don't. Well, I mean, spontaneous, you know. Well,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I feel like it's still murky because there are some that it just doesn't make sense for the white clad to have done it. Yeah, Uh, no, unless these bugs are like roaming free and the white clad are just gathering them up and using them. Also,
0: surely it would have been happening before the white clad, right? Like before they got their little organization together. Yeah, Like surely. So I don't know. Maybe it's like all of the ones. Maybe it's like all of the demon infernals must have been. Intentionally transformed. I don't know. Yeah. Because it seemed like it used to be the opposite. Like, the bug ones, those were all, like, the, the low-level Infernals that were kind of just there to to burn up and cause chaos or something. Right. That's what it felt like before. I don't know. I guess... Maybe maybe,
1: maybe you're right about there being, like, the special bugs.
0: Yeah. It's like, th- this is the special demon Infernal that you have to get from this specific bug. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. You gotta anyway, collect them all. Uh, they show his whole transformation, and then he decides he kind of decided right after it like in the moment he thinks he's seeing god and he wants god Mm -hmm. to bless him and he gets turned he like becomes the infernal and then he says like he's does he say he's going to become a god himself now yes okay okay
1: i remember because it used both uppercase g and lowercase g in the same sentence like he said i'm going to be like, or i'm going to become a god to
0: be like
1: god or something like that
0: which i'm if i'm not entirely sure but i think in japanese those are different words that they use Mm -hmm. i'd have to listen to it again i know i think capital g god is kami so Mm -hmm. and then like uh if you noticed i i know what the difference is for devil and demons like the devil is Akuma and demons are Oni.
1: Hmm. So, yeah, it would make sense that if, um, that the being like a god because, or, or becoming a
0: god. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. It looks like it's kind of the same thing. I just looked up kami. That might just be one word for it. Oh, okay. Eh, yeah, I don't know. Once again, so I don't know enough Japanese. Yeah.
1: So everything having to do with Shinra, having to do with Mother Nature, having to do with um, Tempe, like, all that was popping.
0: Oh, yeah, it it, it all comes to a nice crescendo, and then I'm kind of disappointed that the adventure ended so quickly. Like, when Arthur said, I wanted more adventure, I got the same feeling that he did. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But the, the other part that I was frustrated with was, like, everything inside of the tabernacle and the reason i was frustrated with everything inside the tabernacle was because we had literally already seen it and it made this episode like because this episode tread the same exact ground that the previous episode did it made both of them feel useless
0: yeah it kind of did uh did you notice it reused the same animation from all of the prologue stuff when Victor Leach started going over it again? It reused yeah. all the same animation, like the same timing and everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, uh, but uh, and then then. Uh, oh, so, yeah, you're talking about when uh, that was actually the biggest offender for me was when he goes into the the monologue of the raffles thing. It's yeah. like it's we, just, it's
0: all the we, same.
1: <laughs> we've seen we've seen this.
0: which would have been which would have been fine if it uh if they already (laughs) hadn't seen like they were stalling for time yeah it's like all more stalling okay but especially the pacing wasn't great that's for sure
1: yeah no it wasn't but every episode 10 by the way
0: we didn't clarify but yeah oh yeah yeah
1: um everything was shinra everything like all that whole fight all the revelations there like out in the wilderness away from the oasis like that was great um and I did have a uh the battle cry which was the uh when oh what was his name um the little mole guy with the, Scott. the fiery yeah when he was like uh, I'm gonna dig a hundred holes a day and then I'll ask for your help
0: yeah my my like battle my battle cry uh feels like something from um uh the wonderful one on one. Mm. It reminds me of the ending of that, but it was when it, it was when uh, which we've been calling her mother nature. They kind of give her a name. They just call her the woman in black, which I don't know. I think ours is better. But
1: I mean, that was a movie starring Daniel Radcliffe. That wasn't all that great. So wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> I
0: think I remember that.
1: Yeah, it was it was a PG-13 horror movie. Oh,
0: Yeah, those. It's, it's like those are always like one of those. Those are like creep out is what mm-hmm. they have to go for. The Conjuring was pretty good. That oh, yeah. I liked the too. Conjuring. I never saw the second one, but I, I did, didn't I did either. Like the first and one quite a bit from
1: from from what I've heard, they kind of fizzle out. So I'm probably not going to watch them. Yeah,
0: that's what always happens with those horror franchises. But yeah. Yep. My battle cry was. <clears throat> yeah. She, she's talking to Sheena and she's trying to explain Kind of what they're up against,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and she says it's possible that the evangelist is like has like been around since before humans, and like designed everything up to this point. So she's like oh. basically God, and he was like yeah. God, huh? it's a fire soldier's duty to stop anyone who's trying to bring calamity to this world, no matter who they are. And I was like, good lord, he is power-dripping after what he just (laughs) pulled off. Um, Because, you know, he had that whole, like, light-speed explosion thing he did to uh, Tempe, which was pretty much an atomic bomb. Yeah, everyone was like, none of us have the power to fight this thing, we're going to have to leave. But then, you know, he does that. And I like how yeah. it was like Ogun was in the middle of fighting it. And then just a second passed. And it was like, where where did everything go?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was, that, re- that scene really was sick. But um, I really liked what she said specifically um, when she's because she actually uh, it wasn't quite what you said. But what she said was you're going up against the thing that created your God. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, it was like she she created the story or something.
1: Yeah, she very well could have is what she is what um mother nature was saying. Yeah. But I I just really liked that because it's like I mean, it really is kind of like the uh, the the power creep whatever because it's like exactly. no, yeah, it's yeah. not god. It's not god. It's, <laughs> it's the it's, thing that created god.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh uh raising the stakes beyond. <laughs> It's like, um, in like Final Fantasy VII, it's like, oh, you killed God, huh? Well. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: so, yeah, when, when. when it's leaked- just the
0: pacing. The pacing wasn't great. And yeah, Leaked just kind of. Yeah, Stalling he, for time for the right. When he
1: repeats all the stuff that we've seen before, I, word I just for word. about checked out. Yeah, it really was <laughs> word for word. I But I, I was like, I was watching this. I was actually able to watch this, like, you know, full screen, headphones, you know, no bothering, whatever. Yeah. And like, I, when he started saying that, when I saw the same animations happening and no difference in the script, <laughs> I was like... Oh boy!
0: I think that's exactly when I started, like you know, checking my phone. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I noticed it in the moment. I'm just looking back, and that I don't remember it happening. Like it has nothing to do with what I remember of the episode. But it's like I oh think yeah, I, remember. I totally just didn't pay any attention to that.
1: I think I remember moving my mouse over the screen to see how much time was left, and that's not <laughs> a good
0: sign. Yeah, no, <laughs> oh, that's not a good one.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I, other than that, I don't really. I, I don't personally have much else to say about Fire Force. Um, so,
0: I was going to say, I mean, we do learn some new things. And mm-hmm. I think that ending was extremely well done. Once it was done oh. with the recap, when it was. Sh- oh, yeah. Like it's it's like this that score that's coming in and they're mm-hmm. returning back to Tokyo. Sheena kind of has these new doubts. This mm-hmm. like there's even more of a mystery now where they've he's kind of thinking uh, Amaterasu was you know there's probably someone with an Adola burst that's been sacrificed to make Amaterasu right. burn but yeah he's yeah. thinking about all this stuff all, all this new all this new information and then he's like actually looking at the people in the city like going about their day and like the like music swelling and all this stuff and I was like yeah. oh man this is a really good hook this I, is a good had call to adventure a, at the end. I
1: had forgotten about that because I was just stewing on the parts that I didn't like. But yes, <laughs> I I remember specifically in the moment I was like, I need to mention the music because, like, man, that was some good score.
0: Yeah, it it was. Uh, it gave you well. It gave me like a very a very classic Hollywood feel. Mm-hmm. Mm. So yeah, yeah that was that was rousing.
1: Yeah, and it definitely, it, that and the, the internal conflict going on with Sheenra that definitely, that definitely got me back on at least a little bit for the, uh, for the next episodes. Uh, Did you but see the I preview am, for upset. the next
0: episode? No,
1: I usually don't watch those. Okay,
0: I guess I won't spoil anything, but I mean, it doesn't spoil anything that happens. It's just, I know who the, epi- it's like almost like going to be a solo episode for a character. Oh, okay, cool. Do you want to know that? Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be Leaked's episode.
1: Ooh, we haven't seen Joker in a while.
0: Yeah. Uh, I have a feeling there's no way he's not gonna be in that one. Right. No, not at all. So, uh, with the, with the the three pillars, we can talk about the eight pillars. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you know, the the tragedy being, you have to sag like. With the tabernacle the mother nature or whatever woman in black it's a it was a willing sacrifice
1: it's also it seems like a one-way trip
0: yeah I yeah. don't think she's gonna get out of there no uh, she
1: fell asleep well Sheenra did mention that she like it seems that she's fallen asleep or something like that
0: yeah she she so. didn't die but uh yeah she's at like such a weakened state in there
1: mm-hmm
0: but yeah um for Amaterasu, it's strongly implied it wasn't willing. So yeah. this whole society was, like, built on a an unwilling sacrifice. Mm. So, you know, that's that can be extrapolated as far as, like, a metaphor for a lot of stuff. Like, you know, uh, yeah. some, some kingdoms built on the unwilling.
1: Yeah, I mean, it kind of goes to, you know, when we were talking about, like, Amaterasu being like the the picture of overbearing order, and like one of the things that comes with overbearing order is unwilling sacrifice
0: and slavery, because she's yeah. still in there serving yeah. probably against her will, and apparently it's kind of messed her up a little bit, you know.
1: Yeah. It well, to I mean as as it does,
0: <laughs> uh, but also, uh, so like, okay, this is less tragedy. This probably has more to do with sacrifice. This part mm-hmm. right here, like, it is a tragedy that. Like unwilling sacrifice, that's that's a tragedy. unwilling
1: sacrifice is a tragedy in it's, and of itself. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's it's almost like it's taboo because sacrifice is only sacrifice can only lead to a good thing if it's willing.
1: Yeah, it's like, a corruption of a good thing.
0: Yeah, but as far as like the potential, mm-hmm. I was going to say that like apparently, Adola bursts can just save or destroy the world. Like they're just yeah. made specifically to do one of those. So it's like great potential for oblivion, but great potential for creativity.
1: Yeah. It was kind of like the potential that I was feeling for, um, uh, what was her name? The, the purple haired girl that was drawing the lines and blowing. Yeah. 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 It was like the same kind of potential that I felt for her. It was like the, this could go like, this could go either really far in the good direction or really far in the bad direction. I There's think really no in-between.
0: Yeah, that's going to be all of the Adola bursts in the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And, you know, when we say the good direction and the bad direction, that's... The the good direction is is balanced. This is what right. they kind of mess up in uh, Star Wars. But yin and yang... the The yin is not... It's, it's not evil. It's just chaos. Like it's right. darkness, but it's not evil. It's not the bad direction. It's not going to make yeah. things worse necessarily. You need a balance of it. And, um, it kind of seems like Sheener is going to have to be the one that's the, 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 he, he's like, has to make the difference he's going to have to be somewhere in the middle because he's
1: the great equalizer.
0: Yeah. Well, like on the good guy side, you have the unwilling sacrifice. And on no. the bad guy side, you have, we got to blow this planet up, man. It's just, it's gotta be done. You know <laughs> who, someone's yeah. gotta do it. <laughs> this is the best. I like, like the idea of taking like the radical cult leaders that want to destroy the earth and just totally recharacterizing them. as someone's just like, someone's gotta do it. I mean, it's gotta be done. Yeah. <laughs> You know, if someone (laughs) someone does, it's just gonna keep going on and on and on.
1: (laughs) And then with, uh, I
0: mean, sacrifice is pretty literal in here. But I was also gonna say, uh, what you know, the sacrifices happen in with like crises of faith, where Mm -hmm. it's like, do you sacrifice what you've believed up to this point? For some instability, but potentially for some truth. Mm. Like, do you do you continue like like do you reject something because it would uh, destabilize you or do you accept it because it's, uh, you know, maybe it will eventually lead to standing on firmer ground. Like as far as like your beliefs, because it's now there's a high potential for what Sheenor just learned. (laughs) that mm-hmm. his entire society has been built on a lie.
1: Yeah. And he's
0: like one of the only people that knows. It's
1: like, how how <laughs> do I tell other people about this? It yeah. seems like Leaked uh, kind of is picking up on it, or well, it seems like he's tracking with Shinra.
0: Well, and um, I also think Leaked had an idea before he yeah. even got onto Company 8. Like, they mm-hmm. were onto something.
1: Yeah. I'm really interested. I th- This next episode, knowing that it's a Joker episode, or sorry, a <laughs> leaked episode. <laughs> well, I mean, might as well be. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm really excited. I want to see. I really hope that they get the pacing back up.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, man. I, there, there ain't nothing like reused animation to grind my gears.
1: Yeah. And also. Surefire. Uh, Just because of how they use leaked in these past couple episodes, I really hope that this next episode is not just like a poorly paced exposition dump. Yeah,
0: because that's all he's been for a bit. Yeah. I miss when he was the, the, the one geeking out over all the new powers being shown up.
1: Which is funny because when he first started dumping exposition, like when it was just the like a couple bits of information a cut like two or three episodes ago we were like oh this is awesome he's doing something other than just gawking and then now it's like all right go back to gawking
0: i <laughs> <laughs> uh, go back to the old stuff this one i don't like this one <laughs> so does it set your soul ablaze I think I beginning and end, middle, no.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would say it's a, it's a it's a blaze that has a big iron pan in the middle of it.
0: <laughs> I just cracked some eggs over that thing. Oh, I'm hungry now. I didn't eat breakfast before recording this. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think what's important is the feeling it left me with was mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Now, yeah. in stark contrast... We can mm. move on to the next show.
1: Mm. Yeah. And the
0: feeling that that leaves you with. But I'm going to clarify beforehand. So before we talk about Apari Ranman episode 10, I'm mm-hmm. going to plead to anyone listening. Please watch Apari Ranman up to episode 10 before listening to the rest of this.
1: Yes, because we're, we're going to dive into some spoilers. and like well,
0: The spoiler, and I think this might be a huge spoiler that should definitely hit you in the moment.
1: Yes, it is a major spoiler.
0: It's one of those uh, ones that uh, <laughs> when a big movie comes out, you're worried about someone memeing on you and posting it as a meme. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's uh,
0: <laughs> where the meme it's, it's is almost literally one. in whatever the movie is. X happens and it's like, no, I saw it. Yep, it's going to be one of those things. Yeah, it's a uh, it's it's and we strongly recommend the show. So we do. We really do. And you so know, it's, it's we'll, never it's never a good practice to tell people to stop listening to your podcast you made. But I'm just I'm going to have to put the put, draw a line in the sand. Just be it's like it's called pause. It's they just pause. That's work. watch the episode. Well, listen, if you're in the car where most people listen to podcasts, you know.
1: Stop your car. Watch a party run. <laughs> Get off the side 10. of the
0: road. You got data on that phone. <laughs> watch the episode. Or and I was gonna say, watch up to the episode. For people right. who haven't watched the show yet. Mm-hmm. Please watch it, so it's really freaking good. But Yes. So yeah. Done warning. Episode 10. That was really earned, but I was crushed for the rest of the day.
1: Yeah, I watched it late last night. So like it was I like saw,
0: I saw your message and you were like, I'm excited to start AR. I was like, oh, no, oh, no,
1: <laughs> you sweet summer child.
0: <laughs> My, I, what was that? What's that? Wojak with like the really darkened face. Like, looking down, (laughs) that was what I turned into. And then I just replied, I should be all set for 3.30 tomorrow. (laughs) Or 4.30, because it's Eastern time. But yeah, I I just stated that plainly.
1: I was wondering why you didn't say anything after that. I was like, I was was expecting, I was expecting like a ooh or something, but no, just... (laughs)
0: You've grown to expect that. I left a void.
1: You know, I didn't. I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, yeah, okay.
0: You know, what's really funny is the <laughs> moments leading up to what happens at the end mm-hmm. is really kind of a celebration of what they have established so far. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And it's like freaking Dostoevsky just goes off. It's like. They have their thesis, and -hmm. then they're like, now here's the best possible counter to everything we've shown you so far. And I have to say, the scene on the train felt Mm -hmm. like an extremely tasteful, so in other words, nothing like what what I was going to say it's like, but an extremely tasteful uh, like turning point scene in a Tarantino movie. Because... Gil's reveal <laughs> to everyone else mm-hmm. felt like a Tarantino film. hmm Like, e- even the line where he says, God's not going to answer your prayers because I'm guilty, Cigar. Yeah. Like, uh, just it, really calmly states that.
1: It kind of... I mean, Maddie and I... Well, uh, I've been trying to, um... Just be freaking... Okay. I've been trying to watch uh *Inglorious Bastards with Maddie. Um... And the only streaming service that it's available on is Fubo TV. I don't know if you have any experience with Fubo TV. I've never heard of them. They probably yeah. suck
0: because most streaming services do.
1: Yeah. It, so not only does it suck, uh, but also they they don't uh, because it's a quote unquote TV uh, streaming service, you can't pa- or you can't rewind or fast forward. You can only pause, which, you know, that's whatever. But Maddie and I were because, you know, the children, uh, we weren't able to watch the whole movie in one night. So we watched the first three chapters of um, of Inglorious Bastards. We paused at the fourth. Um, Well, then her computer died. And so like now when we go to their website to play Inglorious Bastards, uh, it started us back over at the very beginning.
0: Oh, and and we can't fast forward. forward. Well, you know it's uh it's for rent on Redbox for 2 bucks. So Is it actually? Yeah, no, I I I always check this stuff on uh, Just Watch. Okay. Yeah, so it,
1: it, I was doing it for I was trying to see how I could do it for free without, you know. Oh, is Fubo breaking free? Freaking the well, the free 7-day trial. Oh, gotcha! Um,
0: Starting at sixty dollars a month? What?
1: Oh my gosh! Yes, I'm like oh, fr- it's it's full it on has live all TV. TV. Yeah, it has
0: oh, TV okay. packages
1: and all that. That so.
0: makes sense. Okay, that explains it. But, <laughs> so but $60, I saw sixty dollars. Like this terrible show, <laughs> this uh terrible movie ser- or streaming service.
1: But even then, like if you have a streaming service or a TV, like if you have a TV service like this. Usually, when you do video on demand, you can fast forward and rewind things. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah, absolutely. So
1: like, it's really freaking stupid. That the- anyway, anyway, we were talking about Tarantino, talking about Inglorious Bastards. When you talk, well, we were talking about uh, Turns, and it just reminded me of when you were talking about that, just the Arriba Derchi, um, <laughs> that that whole scene. Yeah, <laughs> but. Yeah, that was a really long backstory for a nothing statement. But yeah, anyway, continue. (laughs) Yeah, I was just going
0: to say, I mean, he did kind of remind me of um, Hans Landa. Mm -hmm. Just the kind of the very cordial personality Mm -hmm. before just stating really grim things plainly. Also, uh, but like when they take over the train, I was like, this is not gratuitous. No, as violent it as it is, it wasn't gratuitous. And it, it, it had a like the atmosphere of the scene was really just like, like I said, I mean, it was just grim. The whole thing. Yeah. Like it wasn't like uh, I, I always hate it when it feels like the director is like really enjoying what the villain's doing. That always yeah. makes me uncomfortable. But yeah, this atmosphere felt perfect. Where it was like just nothing, no one could stand, no one stood a chance. And the way it started, like I was like, whoa, where uh, yeah, the the railroad guy, which so the, I like how they establish the villains who've been funding Gill, mm-hmm. who like want the race to be destroyed, they finally explain kind of what they are and what their position is. so they're like the railroad companies who don't want the automobile to become popular. They don't want the new world to happen. Yeah, and they are like,
1: I love, I love that the reset in the, um, in in the race, created like a very on the nose, like no, yeah. we're gonna see right here and now if trains, trains are really cars. outdone. <laughs> yeah, which was really cool.
0: Yeah, man, at the beginning of that scene, <laughs> the beginning of that scene, I was like, oh my god, the show's finally gonna be about a race.
1: <laughs> I know, right?
0: And <laughs> <laughs> it's immediately like, they, not.
1: <laughs> But there were there was actual racing, and you're like, oh man, this is really intense, you know. Shaolin is <laughs> is bobbing and weaving through uh through
0: the the I like thousand three. I liked, I, I liked uh, TJ's comment where he was just mm-hmm. like, "Ooh, I'm in love." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. And all, then all nope, of the, yep. Just <laughs> all of the racing starts happening, and then Gil throws that guy out of the train, just. While he's yelling at him, just kind of picks him up, tosses him out of the train, just like breaks the windows open. And I was just like, oh, my God, what? And, then you know, all of his his gang start showing up and taking over and going through their plan.
1: Yeah, it's funny because, like, you know, even though all these characters are really crazy designs and whatnot, I didn't expect the
0: anime. eye. I did not expect the sharing gun. For sure. That was, that was unexpected. Gil having a sharring gun.
1: And it even like activated in the middle of the fight.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then I, I was thinking, I wonder why I keep, cause it's like, it's the character designs. It's the fact that uh, like in episode eight, Kosame was dodging bullets and doing like very anime stuff. And then in, before that, TJ and Dylan doing all, like, the gun-fu stuff. So yeah. I'm like, why do we keep not expecting yeah. <laughs> all of this crazy anime stuff? And then it happens, and I'm like, what?
1: <laughs> like, the, uh, when, uh, again, again, one final spoiler war- warning. Yeah. Um, but, like, right before all, you know, the stuff happens, uh, when Gil and, uh, uh, gosh, Dylan and... TJ. TJ, when they're all fighting and like the dodging bullets and whatnot. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, it, it was like it, the Matrix style.
0: It's straight. I, I was like, OK, so I started watching uh, or rewatching Trigon mm-hmm. recently. And this he Gil feels like a character from Trigon. Mm-hmm. He's so overpowered, like all of the, the stuff he started using. Also, his design feels kind of Trigon, too, where yes. it, it, it goes from. Like TJ and Dylan have their own kind of look. Gill feels like he was designed by the guy who did Trigon, Which let me see what yeah. his name is because he's done a lot of stuff in that sort of feel. Like he also was the one who did the designs for Gungrave. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And, and the, in fact, it has Wasn't, that he, feel. Gu- wasn't
1: there like a soft, uh, soft connection between Gungrave and Trigun?
0: Um, maybe. I feel. I feel like there uh, was. I, I mean. I think but he. he but takes place in
1: like modern day, so maybe not.
0: Yeah, no, 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 no. They aren't connected in their universe, but like he, there, there's a character. I think in the second game that's designed to be like Vash, mm. which, I mean, it's that character that I love the name of. Like I heard the name <laughs> and could not believe how cool it was. What was his name? Rocket Billy Red Cadillac. I
1: remember... (laughs) I remember I I was sitting...
0: It's the most anyone ever crammed in that amount of syllables.
1: That's the funny thing, because, like, uh, I can I can remember specifically where I was when
0: you sent me
1: that name. (laughs) I was sitting I was sitting at my stepmom's parents house, like at their pool, and you had sent me that name. And I was just like, (laughs) What? <laughs> <laughs> Where were you when you heard the name Rocket, Rocket
0: Billy, Billy Red Cadillac? Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he did. Uh, the, the guy's name is uh, Yasuhiro Naitow, and he did okay. Trigon, Gungrave, and Blood Blockade Battlefront, which I had oh. no idea.
1: Interesting. I wouldn't have... Pegged that I, It's been a while Since I've seen it I should probably Watch it again
0: Well there was also A season two That I never got around to Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Th- That hiatus Really threw it off
0: The hiatus Threw off the
1: First Season two Yeah yeah That's Yeah that's Cause there was only The one hiatus Cause it was the hiatus Right in between The second to last episode And the last episode Of the first season Which
0: is the worst place To have a hiatus
1: Yeah and I just I, I never picked it back up Um Oh, but we're yeah. uh, Also, his design when he was walking between the train. Yeah. Yeah. When he was walking between the the train cars and he had the big long brown trench coat and the red scarf, um, of course, with the gray hair. My brain just Dante. I'll be the one to do it this episode. (laughs)
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, and then I, I like how he's he slowly starts to finish his design throughout the course of the episode. Where like yep. when he goes out there to confront them and he slicks his hair up and it's like yeah mm-hmm. he's done. Yeah. He's 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 finished his glam up.
1: That's the piece de résistance.
0: <laughs> but yeah, uh, it was about racing for like maybe one third of the episode.
1: Yeah, and it was really good.
0: <laughs> but. We got more pressing
1: issues. Yeah.
0: So uh, what was your pop off for it? Just i, get I OK. Out of the way.
1: I feel like my pop off is very similar for each episode, but I really loved it in this one specifically when all three of the characters shouted. Here we go. Yeah, that's right exactly when what
0: mine is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: because like i love it when apare like shouts it but when they all three shouted it i was like oh man i also, love the show <laughs> the music
0: was so good at that part yeah like like it st- it went into like almost heavy metal when they started mm-hmm. like doing all their maneuvers and stuff mm. so uh ah. yeah but uh b- boy did things plummet into just yeah. the deepest dark they could go and God, I, I really am excited to talk about the three pillars, because
1: mm-hmm.
0: one in particular, I think, is going to be really interesting. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, should we just get into it? Um. Yeah, it's going to hurt. <laughs> yeah. So, the tragedy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. took that bullet. And it wasn't... Yeah. As much as, okay, so it's weird. The, the anime stuff shocks me, but the fact that he took a bullet and I knew he wasn't walking away from that, like right. where he got shot, I was like, you could, you could ninja assassin this. <laughs> you could yeah. do a whole, you know, someone took a knife right through the heart, but oh, their heart was somewhere else, so they're okay. Like, you <laughs> could do that because you did the other anime stuff. But something about the show's personality, that was really gut-wrenching. Like, that's, you know, the the, the pupils' dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. So, Uh. right after it seemed like we were just going to finally get the race, it was going to be three or four episodes of just straight-up racing action. Mm -hmm. It was like, uh, no, and also Kosame died.
1: Yeah. And not only not only just no to the race, but like all the cars are shot up now, Uh, flat tires everywhere. You're in the middle of nowhere.
0: Everything to do with Gil. I'm like, this is the most intimidating villain that I've seen in a long time. Like we kept hearing his name up to this point, the payoff, like he lives up to all of it. Like the the way that he was talking to each and every one of them like he knew all of them and like what they had gone through because, like when
1: he was like hodoto, ho to he was like next time i'll kill your mom
0: yeah maybe you can avenge her but uh. um and then when he was like talking to shaolin talking about you know all about all the that work that your your buddies did to make this car for you what a waste on a woman. And then he just like starts shooting the car. It was like, mm-hmm. my God, this guy is so bad. His sole yeah. personality is, is just being evil. But there's something to it where he's not, it's not the cackling villainy we got from, uh, Astralust in space. It's, right. Yeah. It, it feels very resentful. Like you could tell that he got here somehow. Like there, even if you don't get the backstory, you can tell there is a backstory there that has just made his, th- made this his mission. Like, like he,
1: he's just festered in it.
0: Yeah, like like he he's been driven to this, and it's like it's like this is his uh, this is his call to adventure. Like this mm-hmm. this is like his purpose. Like he's finally got it. But like. Just yeah, yeah, the way the way he's just kind of playing with all of them.
1: Yeah, and threatening uh Sophia and all the other people that are you know, that they're taking hostage.
0: Yeah, and, and uh the fact that Apare just doesn't get it, like he's still really like this whole scene everyone there but Apare understands what's going on. Yeah. And it kind of shows how immature he is. Like, as as smart as he is, right. he he doesn't have much life experience, mm-hmm. and you know things have just kind of worked out for him up to this point. Like, yeah, regardless and in social of social
1: situations, like even if he's ignoring the entire situation, he's gonna be fine.
0: Yeah, so far, but yeah. now he man really learned to read the room, pare <laughs> Because yeah. what happens as a result is that's kind of what gets Kosame killed. Yeah. Was Apare being pretty childish? So like up to this point, everyone's at worst, or well at at best, people have just been like covering for Apare when he's mm-hmm. falling short in these scenarios. But this time, it was like glaringly obvious he was going to get someone killed if it wasn't himself. Yeah. So mm. that was. God, it's so well done because up to this point, you know, it's it's a part of him that has seemed to be an obstacle in kind of, you know, getting him in trouble a little bit. But imagine, imagine, like, do you remember when we thought he was going to be a Mary Sue?
1: Yeah, I well, I am. That's a I freaking so, distant memory. I am so glad i uh, like, I am so glad that they didn't make him
0: a Mary Sue. Ah, uh, well, I don't like, think they could because of, you know, the plot like you could. This plot doesn't happen with a Mary Sue. Right. But
1: <clears throat> yeah, I, th- I think that it does a really good job of just showing And it's not even like chastising a part. It's not like putting the blame on him necessarily. It's it's literally just like a You got it like learn you gotta
0: learn Read the room dude but yeah uh well i don't know i I don't know if it chastises him but the the scene is it's definitely i mean you know we'll see next week how he's taking this but it it kind of really feels like he got kosame killed because this is just a part of himself he's decided he doesn't need to work on like yeah this is just unnecessary i don't need this you know, that kind of uh, just, you know, the, the pompous boy genius thing. Yeah. Where it's like, the, I don't need I don't to know mean, all that stuff.
1: Yeah. Humans are inefficient. I don't need them.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like, I don't, I don't need to learn the, the social stuff. I, I'm, I'm too busy. I'm too busy with progress, with inventing things, saving the world. Yeah. Which, I mean, there's a reason Kosame jumped in front of the bullet. Right, yeah like he needed to save Apare like as far as it it wasn't just Apare was Kosume's chance at getting home
1: mhm
0: like at that point it's more than that it was like Apare it was kind of like the hope for humanity at that point
1: yeah in fact that's that was one of my favorite lines was when he said Apare is my hope
0: yeah but, like, if it was just his hope to get home, he wouldn't have jumped in front of the bullet because right. then the point is still to get home. Right. But, uh, yeah. So. That's that's the tragedy. Uh, all all Kosume and every single car was just destroyed, and it, he wants one point yeah. five one million dollars.
1: Yeah. Before the risk. Re- Which is like the prize money. Yeah, I'm like,
0: I'm like Gil. That would be way easier on them if they had their cars. Yeah, but you can tell the money's not necessarily the point. That was when he was tormenting them. That was when he was in his flow state. That was when he was that. That's like that's the goal of his plans is to Mm -hmm. just like destroy hope. Uh, Yeah, I mean, he's he's an ideologue. He he, like, you know, that's when he tells them all, you know, what he thinks of the world, his uh, his villain monologue. But, mm-hmm. you know, he's saying the new world will never come because it, it can't. I'm too powerful. And, you know, he his his whole viewpoint is this world is ruled by power. So I am the most powerful one. And this is the purpose of my power is to express the power to exert the force on everyone else. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, a lot of people have that viewpoint. They're just weak. So, yeah. Gil is that viewpoint, but with drive. Like, he made himself more powerful than everyone else. Uh, I mean, you already referenced Dante, but <laughs> <laughs> the thing about uh, Virgil's viewpoint in Devil May Cry, is that he thinks, once again, it's all just power dynamics. That's all it is. Like, Mm -hmm. all of existence is just power. That's why my parents were killed. So, I'm just going to get power so no one dies and I get to decide who dies. So, Hmm. uh... I mean, I'm not gonna... (laughs) I I shouldn't... I shouldn't call anyone out. But there's a lot of talk mm-hmm. you know uh, about everything is just power so yeah you just need to get the right person in the position of power right because then that then that'll fix everything you just need to get the right tyrant
1: mm. Isn't that what Greece did i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> Cause, uh, didn't they do that didn't they they put a bunch of tyrants in power
0: Oh! They thought, oh. Thought,
1: thought they chose the right power. Jesus Christ! I,
0: I, you said Greece. I was like, the musical. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Man, John Travolta—he's oh the leader we need. <laughs> they did what? <laughs> what did they do? <laughs> you watched the director's cut, obviously. <laughs>
0: Oh man. Yeah, that that rise to power at the end, you know? It was, it was like that moving was, on that up. was where George Lucas got that scene for for episode 3 for certain, Darth Vader's rise to power. But yeah. Uh no, so, uh <laughs> Greece. I don't know. I don't remember how Greece uh uh all the stuff they did wrong. The only most of the stuff I know about Greece was, you know, when they were when they were in their prime and they were going good. Uh, the way yeah. Rome fell apart was different. Rome was just spread too thin, and there was no consistent story to keep all the people together. <clears throat> yeah. But um, no, with with uh, but but like think about Gil's potential. Mm-hmm. Because look at all this stuff he can do. Like, you know, it yeah. kind of reminds me of that part in Promare <laughs> where it's like, look <laughs> at all of these amazing things you've invented. You could have just saved humanity that way. And he's like, no, nah, impossible. It's never going to happen. <laughs> it's like, but you've invented new ways. <laughs> but yeah. You
1: could have just applied yourself towards the solution.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we don't know what uh, Gil's tragic, traumatic backstory is, but. You could uh, you, you, I mean, you could tell he probably got the wrong lesson from it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it it made him into a freaking anime villain. <laughs> like he's hilarily hilariously overpowered. Yeah. So he if, if he was on that the other side, we don't have to side, worry
1: about power creep in this uh, in this show since it's only twelve episodes. Yeah, it's gonna end pretty
0: soon. I, are you sure it's twelve? I keep seeing that it's thirteen. You keep I, saying man, 12, ma- though. Maybe,
1: maybe I keep saying 12 because, like, all the other short animes that we've watched are 12 but, episodes. But
0: that's not what you saw?
1: Uh, no, because you're the one who saw 13. You're the one who threw me off. On my anime list, I think it still says 12.
0: Oh, okay. Well, then I'm going to prepare myself to uh to, to see it end at 12. I don't want to um, expect more after that.
1: Yeah, let me... Okay, maybe I was wrong because uh, my <clears throat> anime list does say thirteen.
0: Okay, ha, I read right. good, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so I mean, it's still thirteen episodes. The power creep isn't going to become a problem if it right. is. I mean, it's it's not going to be a result of oh this just got out of hand. It will have been written in there to begin with. So right, um, but yeah, uh, clearly Gil with all this power. Could be doing, you know. He could he could be applying it for good things, Mm-hmm. Uh, but for whatever reason, uh, I mean, the the thing that kind of animates him is the opposite of that. Like he just wants to destroy and submit, or not submit. Uh, uh, what's the subject? There we go. Yeah, he just wants to subject. He doesn't want money. He already has the power. He thinks he needs. Like, and that that's always what it is. It, it's always kind of. There's the tyrant who wants more power, and then the tyrant who thinks, I have enough. Mm -hmm. Like, the one who thinks, I have enough, you can't negotiate with him.
1: Yeah. Because there's nothing that you have that he could want.
0: Yeah, you can't promise him something. So uh, that's a particularly difficult situation. Uh, But yeah. So potential with everything, all that. Um, I was thinking like, all, uh, he super doesn't value life.
1: Yeah, no, but I it, mean, like but he just marked that... his own, uh, his own mark. Mur-
0: yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, that scene was the way that was shot and everything was mm-hmm. very. God, man, they're they're not. <laughs> It's weird. It's weird how many different like styles and, and levels of execution that they just are are playing with easily. Mm-hmm. Like they're very adept because you could have definitely done that shot for humor. You could have done it for like sadism. But but yeah. neither of them are there. He just right. He just shoots the dude. And yeah. if if you had framed it in a way where he just shoots him, that could be really funny unintentionally.
1: Yeah, or, well, it could have been like uh, like Django Unchained, like, uh, say goodnight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or no, say goodbye. Say goodbye, yeah, that's right. Bye! <laughs> and then she's like, with wow. a rope pulled off screen, yeah. It could have been like that. But, um... The, the way it's shot, it's not even, um... Uh, what would you call it? It's not even cathartic. Like it's like oh one of the bad guys got killed. It's like yeah, it's oh no.
1: <laughs> it's just like it I I think that that's what I loved I I loved quote unquote uh so much about it was the fact that like it just felt so I, I, I mundane to cuz it, oh, it's almost like you're viewing it through uh through Gill's eyes. It feels so mundane that just killing just <laughs> it's just bang yeah you're you're done like there's well, no
0: well but but i was actually going to make the argument that it's it's not that life is valueless he oh yeah he strongly values life it's it's taking life that makes it so important to him
1: hmm
0: like it's not that he doesn't value human life that's what i think is so good and interesting about him is that hmm. he's cause he has an outburst after he shoots the guy. And then he said, it's a shame you're dead after the outburst. But he, he says he broke the rules, but my orders are final. So it was almost, he wanted someone to step out of line so that he could kill them.
1: And like show his rule.
0: Yeah. Or, or just for the act itself. Like, yeah, he he wants to have hostages. Like, you know, uh, uh, that's not the same as like, you know, the Columbine shooters who just mm-hmm. they they didn't take hostages. This is he wants hostages so that he can mess with people like so he can subject them to this stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> and like he, he's very it, it's all about power dynamics with him, because when someone disagrees with him, he shoots them like he's you know, he, he's presenting his whole worldview or whatever. But if Mm -hmm. someone disagrees with him, he's like, no, shut up. He's like, this is what you get. Yeah. So he's very he's very prideful and and he has a very high opinion of what he believes in, but Mm -hmm. he's not going to hear anything else.
1: Right. He just wants an you know he, he wants an a silent echo chamber.
0: Yes. And he kind of wants to feel like a god. Like, he Mm -hmm. he wants people to have to answer to him and to never question him. And even then, it's not like it means they're any safer. So, the whole thing about he wants the exact number that is the prize money for the race, that's him making a point. Even if if no one else gets it, or if it's not obvious, he's Mm -hmm. making that point for his own sake. He's like, this is a symbol of people trying to be more than they are, but I know better. So I'm going to make it a point to attack this specifically. I'm going to make it symbolic. Yeah. So yeah. Ooh, man, this is a really good villain. He's not a good dude. He's lived up to all of the hype.
1: Yeah. Like he really is a butcher.
0: The, I mean, you know, that's potential, but like with sacrifice, I mean, obvious there's the scene where Kosame sacrifices his life to save Mm Apares but uh, with Gil, like he is sacrificing things, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, and and it's kind of like he's, he's, eh, what what would you say? He's kind of whipping back to where he wants to be when he drops the persona of Richard. Yeah. And he's kind of like, he was tired of getting ordered around by that guy. So he's just like, all right, you're out the window. I'm sick of this. I'm sick. I'm sick of the the game. So he's kind of like, before he was willing to take the ego hit of playing someone he's not, which I don't think he necessarily enjoyed being that character. You kind of get the feeling that he's, he's, this is him relaxing in this yeah. episode,
1: it's like taking off your belt right after you get home from
0: work. Yes. Oh God. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I just imagined the belt as a weapon. <laughs> it's a terrible. Don't read into it. It's a terrible metaphor. <laughs> but it's what I immediately imagined it as. <laughs> but yeah, th- that's exactly what he's doing. It's like he he was. Doing the thing that gave him discomfort. And and now he's kind of uh, uh, like this is comforting to him. So Mm -hmm. he's kind of done sacrificing now. Yeah. And you like what we said earlier with like the unwilling sacrifice. Uh, Yeah, he's destroying all their stuff. He's taking all these hostages who are unwilling. And then the willing sacrifice is Kosame. Yeah, like once everything has kind of is like these are the stakes. So he gets in the way, and it's so weird, like it. It's so weird how it all works, where Gil accepts Kosame's life for Apare's. He's like, now he's yeah. gonna ki- not gonna kill Apare for now. You know, he he's will he'll, he'll easily decide later that he just wants to kill him. But right, it, it's like. He has his orders and his code, and that's what everything must go by, because he's the only one that knows. <clears throat> uh, this is yeah. kind of this is kind of Thanos without uh, w- th- this is an honest Thanos.
1: This is a Thanos without the baggage of the Avengers.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, but like <laughs> it's 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 uh, what would you call that? It's this is Thanos unmasked okay. where, you know, he has his worldview, but then you see at the end of Endgame uh, it was kind of just an excuse for him yeah. to be exactly what Gil is like. That's what he actually wanted to be. He just wanted power. He just wanted to subject people. And it right. wasn't like seeing them rise above. Made him. Like like that's when they show him getting annoyed. Whereas yeah. like he was saying, you know, this will only lead to to terrible stuff. And then when it doesn't, in opposition to him, that's when he got annoyed and started yeah. like uh saying, you know what? I'm just gonna destroy everything now. <laughs> it was <laughs> like, ooh, we got to you. <laughs> Which, you know,
1: there he is.
0: Gil's honest about it. Yeah. He's like, you know, saying that new world's never going to come because I'm just going to keep it from happening. I'm that yeah. powerful.
1: <clears throat> did we did we talk about legacy?
0: Mm. Yeah, we didn't talk about legacy. Like, We didn't talk about legacy with Fire Force. Uh, we didn't talk about it with this either. I've skipped over that for some reason. Hmm. I wrote it on here as leg. Because I was in a hurry. I've got trag pot, and leg. (laughs) So. For sacrifice, I should put sack. (laughs) Leg
1: and sack.
0: (laughs) Building the new man. Um, Important leg and sack.
1: Yes. Without those. (laughs) I would <laughs> what a, what not is dream. a man? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, for, for legacy, I, I think that the part that I'm latching on to the most is like, yes, it sucks, but this is a very like <clears throat> a very natural conclusion to Kosame's story. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, like his whole life, he's been battling with the memory of him not being able to do anything when his mother was killed. Exactly. And then he literally gets to do that. Like he gets to save somebody in, in that split second moment.
0: Yeah. And I mean, in almost the same context. Like it was just someone was, it was just intent to kill. It wasn't a robbery. Right. <clears throat> and uh. Uh, the fact that it, it, it was made clear, like, okay, it, if Kosame hadn't gone at Gil and tried to stop him like face-to-face beforehand, Mm. it would have felt kind of cheap because the whole time you'd be thinking, why didn't he just attack Gil? But they established he basically can't do anything against Gil.
1: Yeah, Gil was able to deflect even without shooting bullets.
0: Yeah, and he was being attacked by more than just Kosame. Yeah. So it establishes, okay, Kosame just has to take the bullet. That's all he can do. He can be a wall. The the legacy is like how do you, what what are you going to avenge Kosame? Like how could you spit more on his grave than avenging him? Right. So it's
1: almost like the uh, it's almost (laughs) like the um. Like when you say when you say that, it reminds me of uh, of Tom Hanks the Earn this moment.
0: Oh God. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> Just
1: <laughs> thinking about that. Oh, gosh, that's a good, that's a good oh, bad scene.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's that scene or the, the the scene in Apari Ranman was uh, sh- shocking and gut-wrenching, but it didn't feel unfair and it right. and it felt very earned. Like yeah. all of it was, God, it was so well done. <clears throat> That being said, did you notice something there at the end? You notice maybe a couple pit a couple of people were missing from that. Yeah, scene?
1: I, well, um, so the people that were missing from the scene were the the two brothers. Yeah, the bad brothers aren't there because they got into the car wreck with the um, uh, with the train mm-hmm. when it
0: exploded. So, uh, I wonder if that's going to be the basis for the next car. Is whatever they were driving combined with pieces of the train. Because Mm. we know they didn't die. They wouldn't die off camera like that. Right. No. But they didn't even get to participate in that scene, which tells me them coming back is like you know them i guess coming out of the records or whatever that's going to be you know the uh, a little bit of a different context and it's going to be the new hope yes and uh the the bad brothers you know they they're going to be they're going to be a good tool against gill mhm uh also uh, i i made sure to remember the name of the younger brother his name's tristan i missed that what was I st- the
1: older brother's name? I still don't know
0: his name. I'd have to look it up. Oh, but okay. I, when I saw him, I, when I saw him get called by name, I was like, "Okay, Tristan, good. I've got a name." <laughs> <clears throat> I love the scene where they they pulled out that gun to destroy that abandoned building to just drive through it.
1: Yeah, I totally thought that. I was like, "Wait, you guys are gonna start shooting? What is going on?"
0: <laughs> I was like, "Dude, this is like in Jack X." <laughs> In the story mode of Jack X where you're like blowing up your allies' cars because you're playing the cart racer mm-hmm. to, in order to play the story. And it just feels totally disconnected and silly. Like yeah. every time it happens, it's kind of funny. <laughs> I thought that was about to happen in the show. But that was a cool scene. <laughs> yeah. they're like. Just finished destroying the building so they can drive through it, but then there was like that squatter, <laughs> like there's that homeless yeah, that guy inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. yeah, uh I think the uh I guess the pop off for the next one is going mm-hmm. to have to do with the Bad brothers, because I didn't think about it until after the fact, oh, where are those guys? they're definitely yeah. they're definitely gonna be in the same boat.
1: I literally didn't think about it until I think it was like right before we started talking about Apare Ranman on like just just
0: now. Yeah, because <clears throat> you remember the beginning mm-hmm. and you remember all those scenes and the Bad Brothers had some good scenes. So it's like, and then I was like,
1: where, oh, did, wait. where did they go? What
0: happened to them? I, I have a, a feeling I want it. I want this to happen
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> where it's
0: kind of a Han Solo thing where, you know, he took his money and left. Yeah. But then at the very end, he comes back. Yep. I'm hoping for that. That'll be real satisfying.
1: And that'll be. uh, I'm, I'm just I'm really excited and I'm excited to be sad about how they deal with all of this.
0: Yeah, me too. Uh, just because I know that they'll do right by it. Yeah, it's not going to be a thing where it's like, OK, moving on or they're not going to be too melodramatic about it. Yeah, so and,
1: I mean they've only got three episodes left, so <clears throat> right. But the um, I just as much as I don't or as much as I didn't and don't want Kosame to be dead, um, I I don't want them to save him. Yes, like I don't want the writers to save him. Right. I want I want the main characters to to do all that they can, but I I don't want the writers to, reserve. Yeah, that.
0: I don't think it's going to happen because the the way that it shot, it felt very final.
1: It did, and because like, the,
0: like she said, if we don't get him to a hospital, it like we or she said we have to get him to a hospital. We can't help him here. Keep pressure on it, and then they have that scene, and it's just kind of they're just there at the end. That's how it like it cuts to credits with uh like Kosume just died.
1: Yeah. And man, Shaolin didn't even get to have her Yoko scene.
0: Oh yeah. That was that was oh unfortunate. <laughs> but also uh think of how much apare has actually changed. Yeah. In that he's reacting this strongly to someone dying.
1: Not only that, but like just showing his little emotions like leading up to this, like when he noticed uh, Kosame's cooking and like that it was a little bit saltier and just like the little things that we've seen as it's gone on. And then now just like the emotional weight is resting on him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, God, man, it's so satisfying. This, this show's really
1: good. <laughs> yeah, it is.
0: Who. I I can't believe I can't believe we got one this good. Just I didn't even know anything about it leading into it.
1: Yeah, I just remember saying, oh, it's a cool cannonball run in like the early or the late 1800s. Heck, yeah.
0: Yeah, I was thinking this will be like an an 1800s red line. It's not been that at all. Yeah. uh, (laughs) God, man, it's been good. It's been way better than I ever would have expected. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it only um, has a seven point eight one eight on my anime my score. Dude,
0: who freaking my anime cares? List.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, like I don't care, but like at the same time, it's like
0: these people are top upcoming anime. <clears throat> oh wait, oh, okay, I guess that's the Ninja Slayer movie. That's probably gonna be, you know, obviously that's gonna be popular. That's not okay. I was looking at top airing anime Re Zero. Yeah, all right, that's all I got to. That's all I have to know about that. That's what's uh, popular
1: When Isekai is in the name
0: (laughs) Yeah Also, God, look at the cover Look at the Just the anime trash That is that cover (laughs) It's just All all of the light Bloom, the mess of colors It looks like a mobile game
1: Yeah, it's got everything you could want It's got the embers, it's got the crystal It's got the butterflies, it's got the anime
0: Girls also, In the uh, wind, <laughs> like, let's, let's see, is this the one that I'm thinking of? Yeah, 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 where the main character is like still wearing his normal clothes, but it's still trying to be like super moody, and it's like you're still just an isekai. Like, don't get it twisted. You're still bottom <laughs> of the barrel trash. Um,
1: have you? Uh, do you still have Netflix?
0: Nah. Okay. Um, there's I haven't a show I've had Netflix for like 5 years now.
1: There's a show that just recently came out on Netflix. It's called The Great Pretender. That's based um, off a book, isn't it? Uh, maybe, but it, it's an anime. Um oh. and it's uh, but it's it's just about this Japanese con man who gets sucked into a a French man's con of a uh, Hollywood dude. And they're trying to trick him into buying like millions of dollars worth of of like drug laced candy. Uh, But the candy is literally just candy. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, It's it's pretty entertaining. Uh, I'd give it a watch if you're if you're interested. Oh, I
0: saw the trailer for this, actually. Yeah, I recognize this.
1: Yeah, it's uh, just I've, I've only watched like the first three episodes, but it's it's pretty entertaining. It's it's a good like, uh you know, like in when, when a heist movie goes wrong, like when they're asking questions or they're like building up this lie and then somebody calls them on the lie. And so then they have to like, uh, and then they go through with the lie. Uh huh. Yeah, it's it's like that. It, it's it's pretty, pretty entertaining so far. I just the only reason I thought of that was because it's number 6 on the top airing anime.
0: Gotcha. But um Yeah, no. Um <clears throat> I I have learned to not take seriously whatever is uh the, the top anime because Oh yeah, no. it tends to be the reason why people don't watch anime. It's like, <laughs> "Oh, this is the popular thing. Oh, let me give it a shot." Never again. Yeah, I'll never make that mistake again. It's like, great, good. I'm good. Great. Great and good.
1: Oh, you know what? This makes me sad about, too, <clears throat> eh. that we're going to have to find something else to watch, and it's probably not going to be as week. good.
0: No, yeah, it probably isn't going to be as good. That's the thing. <laughs> uh, you know, Decadence is only supposed to go for 12 episodes. So uh, I've actually been keeping
1: up. I have and,
0: not at all. Um. Okay, actually,
1: there might be something to talk about. But it, since it's almost done, like once we finish. You'll have an uh, answer. Yeah, once we finish uh, Apare Ranman, I'll let you know how I feel. All right. But it's uh, it's definitely going good places. There's three episodes left. I'm kind of curious to see how they wrap it up. But all
0: right, I think uh, if it turns out that's a good one, since it's only 12 episodes, what we could do is while we're continuing with Fire Force, we mm-hmm. could say like, we'll talk about that week's Fire Force and then like hmm. for decadence, we could just mm-hmm. like do a three episode chunk or something. Yeah. I mean, unless there's something that's starting up after Apari Ranman, That would be particularly good that I guess I could check out. I don't know. I haven't looked. And uh, the best way to search, I've noticed, is by, like, the creators. Mm, Okay. Like, uh, people who write good tend to keep writing good. (laughs) Uh, But the problem is, once something, like, if they did something recently, you know, don't expect anything soon. Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of sucks.
1: <clears throat> so right now I am scrolling through my anime list to see if there's any uh, like covers that catch my eye.
0: Honestly, uh, we I, I could just, you know, try to get try to try to fly through um Trigun and. um Attack on Titan ASAP. When is Attack on Titan supposed to start up again?
1: I think it's November.
0: Okay. I think. Yeah, I need to be caught up by then. But, yeah, uh, I guess I could try to catch up with. Oh, God of High School is just thirteen episodes. Wow, everything's gonna be ending early, huh?
1: Yeah. Um, you gotta wonder if it's uh, if it's the Rona.
0: That could be it. Like uh, I can't remember who said it, but they were saying, um. We got some delays, but the stuff that's really gonna be delayed was the stuff that hadn't started production yet.
1: Mm, mm-hmm.
0: Like I mean, we're we're really gonna feel the delays in the coming like couple years. I mean, I literally could not care
1: less about the Batman, but apparently two days after they started filming, Robert Pattinson got COVID.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's gonna happen. <laughs> so, I mean, Man, that's a rough break. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah. Speaking uh, of which no, we'll I did f- see we'll Tenet. It out. Oh, you saw Tenet? Yeah. I heard it was not good.
1: Um, I actually I enjoyed it. I, I stayed uh I stayed away from a lot of the reviews uh and just kinda I, went into I don't it trust, blind. I
0: don't trust Christopher Nolan as far as I can throw him. So yeah, I always have to watch reviews. He's so inconsistent.
1: It's definitely it's definitely overhyped. Or I mean like you know by Is all it the people really hyped? That are like yeah, I mean, I, well, before the movie came out, you know, everybody was like, oh, this is going to, you know, of course, like the, the people I think who I'm, are rabble rousing are like, it's going to save cinemas and blah, blah, Oh, God, I
0: haven't I haven't encountered any of those people. I think my my circle in the places that I go has been so finely tuned that mm. it's like, I wonder what the damage is going to be this time. Yeah, every, like, everybody. Wonder if, it, I wonder if anyone else got to help him make the script this time.
1: Yeah, everybody at my office was like, oh, we're so excited for Tenet, we're going to go see it. It was fine. Like, the, the thing that killed it the most was the setup of the plot. Like, it's like, there's three times that the main character is like... um or somebody asks the main character, "Hey, do you know what this is?" And he's like, "Yes, it's this." And they're like, "No, actually, it's this." But to get to this, you're gonna need to do this. And oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I heard.
0: I heard. It's just Christopher Nolan does Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, and like and it's so, just quests. It's just so a video he does game that. Movie.
1: But that's only with that's the, within like the first forty five minutes. It it happens like three times. Yeah, and then. Uh, on top so it's like it's already really messy but it feels huh. like he's just trying to get the plot moving once the plot gets moving it kind of carries itself but like that that I, I've first... heard
0: that the the protagonist is a completely hollow shell like there is there is nothing going on with his character
1: yeah I didn't find like, he doesn't character have a character very arc. interesting like
0: he doesn't have a character arc. Like nothing changes about him. He's basically the same person at the beginning as he is at the end.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and also, like another thing that really killed it was in a couple of places the audio mixing was like.
0: Oh, that's what I've heard. And and I, I heard crap. I heard people were like, "Was this a mistake?" Like like people were thinking in the theater, did they get the wrong reel or something? Is that messed up? And it's like, no, that's Christopher Nolan's vision. Yeah, that was, was what he a, wanted for those scenes.
1: There was a part there. There's a part where these there's these two characters talking um, and they're like parasailing or something. And they're talking to each other through microphones. Um, and like so it's it's like if two characters were talking inside of a helicopter. But you know how they usually they bring down the sound of the helicopter and then they boost the mics like uh, that's that they're talking into. So like it like in sounds like, yeah, it still sounds it like they're talking yeah. Oh, or rivalism.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's good movies. Yeah, you get to see good movies when you don't watch Christopher Nolan stuff.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but but like they didn't. Or he he his vision. He didn't decrease the volume of any of the background noise, and so like it is all just coming in all at once. I could not understand a single freaking word in that scene. <laughs> I was like, "Well, I guess I'm just gonna have to catch up with whatever exposition they dumped right there."
0: <laughs> I, I I get the feeling that with Tennet, it's one of these situations where it's at least it's at least weird. Mm-hmm. Like modern uh, Hollywood is so formulaic and just has nothing to say anymore, and all of it's the same genre films. Yeah, like it just it just has nothing. It doesn't even try anything where it's like, yeah. where at least tenant has a weird gimmick.
1: Yeah. And I <laughs> so will people say are just
0: lapping it up like, like a drop of water in the desert.
1: I will say the gimmick is really good. Like it, it is, it is real. it's a really cool gimmick.
0: I've heard it's um, basically just there for some cool visuals, but, uh, starts to fall apart in its logic during the finale where like a lot of inconsistencies start showing up in the way it works
1: um I didn't notice any necessarily inconsistencies um it was it was definitely weird like um but like as it I mean I I started once I started looking at the timeline it started to make sense but I haven't really thought about it very much since so maybe it's maybe it was just like oh yeah I got what he was saying and that was all I needed I guess
0: yeah, that's that's normally what happens with Christopher Nolan movies where it's like, OK, I got the gist. So I guess the fact that it didn't make any sense and routinely contradicted itself is OK.
1: Though I will say, I think that he, you know, the you know, the people that are like, um, oh, man, Inception is so confusing. The The people who, you know, check check the people, the people who check their phones during movies and like, you know, talk and go it's to the like, bathroom. It's no
0: it was confusing, you yeah. moron.
1: But it seems like he is he has doubled down on that audience and like tried to make everything as obtuse as possible. So that if you do check out or if you do go to the bathroom or if you do check your phone, you're going to be playing catch up for the next like 30
0: some odd minutes, if at all.
1: Um, okay. So
0: he's, he's got it. It's like an algorithmic thing where mm-hmm. it's like something made to go viral, you know? And then yeah. like, um, old town road was the perfect length to where you wanted to listen to it again, right after it was over. like, the way that the, the chorus and the hook are organized, mm-hmm. that's a lot of modern pop music, is that they're shorter songs because they're just gimmicks. Right. And then it, you don't listen to the album. You listen to the iTunes single. And it's like right. it's made to make you click again. So it's efficient. It saves money. You make more money per song. Yeah. Because uh,
1: you get more, more more listens.
0: Yes. But the quality drops in the long run. Right. Naturally. Naturally. His movies are designed to be watched multiple times, not because they're difficult to grasp, not because they're particularly complex, because they're made a certain kind of bad on purpose, like Mm. they're made purposefully obtuse. Yeah. And I think this isn't him double downing on the Inception audience. This is him double downing on the Memento audience. The difference is that Memento is just a really good, well-made movie, but it's a gimmick movie. And whereas he did stuff like The Prestige, where it was more like the whole movie is a complete and good movie with a surprise mm-hmm. near the end. With movies like Memento and Inception, it's just it's the iTunes single. That, that's yeah. what he's doing. Like it's algorithmically made to make you think, oh, I need to watch that again. It was so deep, so complex, just so I can understand it. Which is, you know, actually what I would say about something like Citizen Kane, which is deceptively simple and straightforward. But then when you do watch it again, because it was really good. Not because you're trying to understand it, but because it was really good. Then you start to realize, oh, that's what all of this, uh, all of the presentation means. Like the plot works, but then like the way that it's shot the way that, that some scenes are edited. It's like, oh, I get it now. I get all that. That's yeah. not what Christopher Nolan is. Christopher it's Nolan really funny is a because, charlatan. Like, the
1: the the movies the movies of his that I enjoy or that I uh, like the most are I've only seen once. And that's the prestige and that's memento. And I don't ever feel like I need to watch it again. Like, as, as far as, you know, understanding some underlying depth. But I have a feeling that if I watched it again, I would enjoy whatever I found.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But,
1: like, Prestige and Memento, they just kind of stand on their own one viewing.
0: Yeah, and I think that's a sign of a good movie. Right. And uh, with, it's kind like, well, should I watch it again? When someone, like, tells you, you know, you can go back and, and, you know, see how everything comes together, like, with Memento, for example, Mm -hmm. because of the way that it's told. But I remember thinking, I don't have to. It was already really good. Mm -hmm. Like, Diminishing Returns. Whereas with stuff like Inception or uh, The Dark Knight Rises, I guess, it's like, oh, I'm going to have to watch that again because I didn't get it. I don't know what, like, that didn't make any sense. I have yeah. to watch it again.
1: Yeah, because everybody's going to be talking about it, so I have to understand it, right? Oh
0: god. It's so uh so okay, I I it, I I sent you that video essay about Brave New World, the new uh uh, yeah, TV show and I
1: really want to watch it because I I like the out of frame guy I really enjoy him. yeah
0: but but like well and apparently the show's really good and every all the clips he used in the video essay I was like I need to watch this because it looks but it's a
1: peacock original
0: <laughs> yeah I know uh, it's not worth it on its own definitely <laughs> but um maybe if they have other stuff eventually but anyway um, hey I I actually
1: get peacock free uh through Comcast so if I can get that deal uh, I'll just share my Log in with you. Okay, cool. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> oh, yeah, <I> don't <laughs> as as we a... throw our voices into the internet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but like wait,
0: is that illegal to share logins?
1: Uh, I think technically it's a breach of their uh, the terms and conditions. Oh, those but... don't
0: matter. Those <laughs> Nobody reads up, those. Like, that wouldn't hold up in court. What are they going to do, arrest you? You used his <laughs> Netflix password. I'm like, I freaking gave it to him. <laughs> anyway. You broke into his house, he gave me the key <laughs> I, where, I'm not, I know him <laughs> Anyway uh, What was I trying to freaking uh, say? You're talking,
1: you're talking about Brave New World
0: Yeah, 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 I was just going to say uh, Well, I mean, that's based off a, of, of an old book And you know, it's, it's about a kind of dystopia mm-hmm. Where it's like I mean, really similar to right now Where it's like, uh, you know, the the little, the little notification The little red one You get Mm -hmm. on all your apps and all your social media stuff where it's like, oh, I got to click on that. That's a thing. Yeah. That's what Christopher Nolan films feel like.
1: (laughs) like, They're that little red icon.
0: Yeah, they're so distilled into this scientific, like, treating you like a robot who's just going to keep pulling the lever. Like, just give me more. Give me another hit. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, the, the amount of people that think that, okay... It's one thing to be pretentious it's another thing to fail at being pretentious which is what <laughs> I think Christopher Nolan regularly does, which is a real shame. I think the reason I get I get so bent out of shape is because I think memento and the prestige are like phenomenal movies like I'd recommend them to anyone yeah so I guess Let's that's what's see. frustrating
1: uh there, there there was a there was a tweet that i saw that reminds me of this um uh okay i can't remember where it was but uh pretty much the essence of it was um, rewatching fight club and it says fight club is vile and nobody should watch this F- and then rewatching it again fight club is vile and everybody should watch this and then watching <laughs> it again they're like Fight Club is all about toxic masculinity and nobody should watch this. Then Fight Club is all about toxic masculinity and no everybody should watch this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like the movies that stand the test of time are the ones that actually have something meaningful to say that are good on their own right that you can get a lot out of.
0: Yeah. 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 And like after one watch of Fight Club, I was already satisfied, but I watched it again because I liked it so much.
1: Right. And then like because you watch it again, you see a deeper. Yeah. Layer. You start to
0: see more. Yeah, man. Uh, I think we're just, we're so starved of anything worth watching right now that, yeah. uh, boy, did not come out at the right time. I was looking at the things being shown in my theater. Tin is the only one I can remember. All of the rest were like, what? What is this? That sounds like it sucks. (laughs) You know, when you're reading the little short description, I'm like, well, that sounds like a terrible movie. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking
1: of terrible movies, uh, Disney uh, just, uh, you know, sniffing their own farts over in the corner or putting out live action versions of their movies. And apparently Mulan, to no one's surprise, sucks. Yeah. Okay. it's 30 minutes longer than the animated version and doesn't even have Mushu in it.
0: Well, and it also doesn't have any songs.
1: Yeah, so, like, where does all that time go?
0: It's also, this is, dude. How, <laughs> we, we don't have the time to get into this. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> I <I'm> want <on> breakfast. <laughs> but, like. There's. It's not even a remake of the original of 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 Disney's Mulan. When mm-hmm. I say original story, I don't mean the legend from China. That's not what I'm talking about because right. that's not what Disney's movie was. That's not the thing I care about. I care right. about that Disney movie. Mm-hmm. I already have it too, so I can't think of who this is made for. Yeah. It's like Disney Mulan, except it has almost nothing but a passing sort of plot resemblance resemblance in that this is a woman who pretended to be a man and fought in a war. Yeah. God. Hollywood is so beyond saving.
1: Go watch the original Mulan. That's a good movie.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and and watch Apare Ranman. Yeah, yeah. Because... uh, Though Japan does have the isekais, they're doing way better at this than Hollywood is.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's at least you can wade through the isekais to get some really good stuff. Dude,
0: I noticed some. I was like, something I'm happy about. At least the isekais are making themselves known now. At least they're like mm. putting up a sign saying, do not come in here. Do not <laughs> come in. Stay back. Stay away. They're not luring you in by acting like there's something different.
1: Yeah, and they're like, if you do come in, you know what trash you're getting into.
0: Yes, yeah, It's like a, a, what? What is that? Where, where it's like a,
1: the biohazard sign. Yeah,
0: <laughs> the biohazard <laughs> sign. So I was like, all right, if you got if you got the suit, or if you're trying to get superpowers, I guess. <laughs> just come, just come on in. You know, you know who you are. You come on in. Everyone else, move along. We know
1: (laughs) it's like the pit of needles and saw. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Maybe maybe for us,
0: but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, there's nothing else I can say. Yeah, we got to wrap this up.
1: Yeah. Uh, Don't don't, don't be afraid. We still haven't worked on this.
0: (laughs) No, no, I keep I keep keep, forgetting because like. Part of me wants
1: to do the the like yours is the drill that's going to push through tomorrow.
0: Yeah. Um, but. Well, but that's know. just rewording what that quote already says.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. And we could just
0: use that one. It could be we don't even need one of those right now. Yeah. Like we, we don't need to right one because there's there's already a bunch of ones that that already work. Yeah. But I think Go Beyond Plus Ultra uh, doesn't quite convey maybe the message. I wanted to say it is yeah. really more like, you know, yours is the drill that'll pierce the heavens or whatever. Mm-hmm. So
1: I think that there is a part in Gurren where they say like the, our drill will pierce through tomorrow or something like that.
0: Yeah. But like, I guess the, the thing I'm, I'm just trying to get, I'm trying to say to people, you know, there's some kind of some attempt <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to make something better. It's just like, I I don't know, you know, everything's so negative right now, and it it just seems kind of, I don't know, it's just dull. Like, there's no substance behind it. It's all like, did you see on the news? I'm like, I haven't been watching the news for years, because this is all the kind of, this is all, they've always been like this. This is all they talk about. So, like, why would I start watching the news? They're like, did you see on Facebook? I'm like, I'm... I'm not 50. Why would I be on Facebook? Like, how did you hear? Are you on Facebook? I need to start counter shaming these people. It's like, what are you doing on Facebook? Are you kidding me? Like, you're going to say that in public? Like, people can hear you. I almost so feel like when someone them. asks me, did you see X on Facebook? I'm like you don't know me well enough to be confiding that in me. Like we're not like, we're not super cool. You know, like you're my coworker. Why are you admitting to me that you're on Facebook?
1: Dude, I can't carry your baggage.
0: Yeah. It's like, dude, I don't need this. It's like those people that overshare Mm. like when you barely know them, they just start giving you their whole life story. And it's like, I need to get out of here i'm uh, I'm about to'm about to cut this life story short that's what's about to happen
1: <laughs> so the quote the, the the quote that you're working from or that we're working from uh, so I'm just going to quote him uh, okay. But david David Goggins um, says, "Be not afraid on the other side is greatness."
0: Yeah, because you know no matter what you're going through, if it's hard, then. By definition, invariably, on the other side is greatness. That's what happens every time. Because everything comes to an end. Not just all good things. All the bad stuff, too. Everything Mm -hmm. ends. So, Mm -hmm. if it sucks right now, what you can, you know, take solace in is that, well, it can't suck forever. It literally can. It's never done that before. Why would it start now? Yep. Trust me. You're not special enough for this to be the end. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> don't worry you're not that special uh as a matter of fact you're a lot like everyone else in that they're they're able to get through it yep so uh yeah that was <laughs> i think i'm just gonna I, i'm just gonna drop it because i can't think of anything else <laughs> like i can't can't figure out how to make it how to make it snappy and not plagiarize because Everyth- it's not I'm, I, plagiarizing if we quote him. <laughs> no, sure, yeah, yeah, it's not. But I was saying, I was trying to come up with something else, and I couldn't because the way yeah. everything everyone else has put it is already so good. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I I can't. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna ride the coattails of giants. I'm not even gonna stand on top on the sh- on their shoulders. <laughs>
1: We'll, we'll we'll get there we'll climb up the coattails
0: I'm telling you right now I'm not gonna get there <laughs> I'm just gonna be satisfied with quoting I'm gonna be happy I'm happy with yeah. it I'm happy but I'm I'm tired of doing this podcast though I'm gonna go I'm gonna go get food yeah
1: and you, you whoever wherever you are drink a glass of water uh, eat your vegetables good lord dude
0: get out of here you crazy kids